Stacy, and good morning, boys and girls. It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Fool you with that buddy buddy act now under your thumb. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite You're just jealous, man. Cause you ain't got the moves. Good morning. Good morning. Normally record at nighttime, but this is morning time. I'm mixing it up. How was that traffic today? Congested. No, that's my nose. <laughs> I haven't left the house today. I don't actually know. Welcome back to a Goofy Movie Podcast. Wait, that's not what it's called. Welcome back to a Goofy Movie Minute. The perfect podcast. Our new slogan. Trying it on. Feeling how it looks. Looking at how it feels. Wiggling our butts in it. All that. (laughs) Checking it out in the skinny mirror. Oh, yeah. I like it. Minute 10 begins with Max flying in the air still by the seat of his pants. And ends with Goofy snuggling a baby with his face and going, just a cute little. The end. And he doesn't get to finish that thought. Who Shoot. knows? There's a bug flying in my face. <laughs> just a cute little bug. Uh, okay. So Max is still flying where we last left him. He's already slam dunked. Yeah. Things couldn't get any better for him. He, after today, everything's going to be great because he's shown everyone that he can slam dunk he can do a do a dance he can sing right in faces and the only thing that's left is to come back in for the big finish and reach for roxanne's hand to uh is she gonna pull him back down or is he gonna like yeah. whip around i don't really know what the end game was with that plan just pure feeling so yeah for all the listeners he's swinging toward roxanne who has her arm stretched out they're kind of doing the creation of man <laughs> But it's really the creation of a date yep. between these two lovebirds. But right before he touches her finger, they're just like centimeters apart. Yeah. Everything crumbles. The music gets turned off, which is a, it's analog. So it goes stand out because <laughs> it's slowing down. I yeah. guess they were playing it from a cassette or something. Probably. A cassette that stops slowly, not right away. Yeah. Or it's like someone like turned off a record player. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you're right. That's I don't think it was music, a record. That's not how music stops. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you just like cut the power to a record player, but not the amp for some reason. Yeah. That's what would happen, right? And for some reason, this also triggers him going into a a spin from his from his pants. Yeah. He like like when you're like, yo-yo gets too twisted. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was He was going too hard. <laughs> and he, yeah and he spins into a really tight ball and if you freeze frame it's quite funny looking he like shrinks yeah it's just like an arm or like a leg sticking out and his head's like smashed into his body doesn't it's very interesting it's like it's like in sci-fi movies when they go through a black hole or wormhole yeah or something where their like physical <laughs> shape gets altered yeah <laughs> i think that that we have a screenshot of that we can we can put on the old Facebook oh, yeah. or Instagram at a Goofy Movie Minute. I noticed when uh, when he's swinging toward Roxanne and they're about to touch that uh, the hunky guy, Mr. Lives, I'm going to live by the pool. He's uh-huh. back there. He's like right next to her again. What's his face doing? I don't know. What do you mean? How's he, how's he reacting to all this? He's looking at 
Max swinging toward her, but not like in any like angry way. Just like, whoa, guy on a rope swinging toward us. He's like, he's going to steal my date. I guess so. Yeah. No, he doesn't care. He's got like five girlfriends. It's fine. Yeah. He can spare one. So Principal Mazer with his toupee disheveled. Remember, we saw it fly off earlier Mm -hmm. and uh, grabs Max and removes his sunglasses at which point, everyone is shocked. <gasps> it's the goof boy. Yeah, he just like shattered everything that just happened by taking his sunglasses off. It was like a reverse, she's all that. <laughs> yeah. It was like, how often in your life have you been like, who's, who is that stranger? And then they like take their sunglasses off and you're like, oh, grandpa. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Well, it's like the old like superhero thing where you just like put on a mask over your eyes. There, who could it be? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so they take it off, and he looks he looks all ashamed, like oh, it was Max the whole time. His hair is way different though. Yeah, it's power line to doubt. Yeah, which you should just do all the time. Everybody does that. You should just wear that jumpsuit every day at school. Yeah. The haircut's more subtle, though. Yeah. It'll be like when Skrillex got all cool and everybody was shaving the side of their head. Yeah. And they were all cool. Yeah. Every one of them. So. And everybody does recognize him right then. Some some voice off on the side is suddenly like, hey, it's the goof boy. Yeah. So he was actually quite famous at school yeah. before, but just for being a, a goof. Yeah. Which in this world, as in real life is not a good thing to be. Or it's just his last name. That like maybe they're just observant or you're like, "Hey, that's Joe Stagner." <laughs> or, I don't know, whatever. Hey, it's the uh what's a good last name? It's that Hitchcock boy. <laughs> Ringwald. No. It's the Ringwald. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a bad case of Ringwald. <laughs> so, no more looking at losers like him is captured in it's like a like a shot with just three people and he's looking really sh- surprised. On the other side, Stacy is looking surprised and horrified. In the middle, Roxanne, moment of surprise turning into smile. Yeah, she loves Max. Yeah. She's like into him. Did she know that was him before? Did they all not know? Was she about to like just give up? Like cuz she was she's in this movie supposed to be really into Max, but she's also super into Powerline dancer so it's kind of like a batman bruce wayne situation where the the person's in love with both of them maybe and 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 you're okay with it as an audience because you know it's the same person but she doesn't know it's the same person is she that into power line though i feel like she's doing like she could very well be just like oh that guy i have a crush on seems to be really into power line i'm gonna read up on power line so that i have something to talk to him about (laughs) well I mean, she's into this person dancing. Yeah. Singing right at her, about to grab. She's reaching out to grab him. Yeah. She's not at all weirded out that she's been the focus of this person's attention. But then when she sees it's Max, she smiles like, like, ooh. I don't know. But it's kind of like a confident smile. Like, I knew it. I thought it was like a smitten smile. Yeah. So she didn't know. I don't. Yeah. And he looks really upset. And Bobby goes, we're busted and he's like strange strangling pj when he does that he knows that <laughs> he's got him like around the neck he's got a and like like pj's trying to walk away and stuff and he's like kind of panicking uh-huh. like oh no 
He might be killing PJ. <laughs> um, well, this makes me wonder, what was his plan originally? Because the overall plan, as I gathered from after today, is that this is going to make him popular and cool. But it wasn't part of the plan that he go through the screen. So everyone would have just seen this like it was on TV. Yeah. And then... It wasn't the plan that he was supposed to be out there and unmasked. So in his perfect world, everyone would have watched a music video for Powerline on a big screen. And then at the end, Ben, that was so cool. I wonder who that was. How yeah. is that going to make him cool? No one's going to know. He's going to have to like then later on be like passing rumors around like, I heard it was actually Max the Goof. And they're going to be like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> and uh, and like, how is that going to impress Roxanne? Later on, he's going to open up his bag and then she's gonna be like is that the power line costume was that you yeah, but, well shh. maybe he was planning on coming back coming out in front of the screen it's possible but he and, but he broke through it and he I looked know. all surprised yeah but he could have been planning on going in front later and what did they think that the principal was just gonna stay in theater hell forever and not be able to come back out <laughs> yeah that was a bad part of their plan. <laughs> like obviously they're gonna get caught eventually or was the song just gonna end and he was gonna be like see you later yeah. Or Peace out, high school, high schoolers. <laughs> Junior high, high schoolers. Yeah. I don't know. Just seems like a like a weird ultimate plan that was, I guess, disrupted, but also wouldn't have worked even if it worked for his plan. Then we wouldn't have much of a movie. And he looks so ashamed. If you really wanted to be cool, you should have been like, it's right. Yeah, that's the part that I think is is weird. Like, he shouldn't have been ashamed. I guess he should be ashamed that he's like hanging from a hook in his pants in front of the whole school <laughs> sounds a little humiliating to me but <laughs> what if the principal was like grabbing him down and then his pants came off and he was just in his boxers and then the principal carried him over his shoulder toward the principal's office that would be... that would have been a yeah. bad a bad look for him yeah <laughs> then he looks so sad and everyone's like whoa that was our our very own local max goof i can't believe it he's cool now yeah nobody likes assemblies like this and when they try to be cool, it's even worse. Yeah. I remember when some really cool people came to my school and ripped up phone books to show the power of the Lord. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. And then another group came by and, and yo-yoed to keep us off drugs. Is it at like your high school? Well, it was like elementary school. Probably. Oh. Phone books for the Lord? What? Because <laughs> they're muscles. The Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway... No one was super excited about either of those things. Wait, is it so you use the muscle of God to tear the phone book so you won't call avenues to sin? It's just telling you to go to the gym. Nothing bad happens at the gym. Ah, weird. And Wait, also, so it's kind of a trick, too. It's like a pro-workout, pro-religious thing. Pro-wrestling. I'm not against any of this, and I am kind of against phone books. So That's I'm true. on board with everything. I just think it's a weird mix. Yeah, this was the 90s. They were kind of ahead of the curve of not caring about phone books at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like, now we all don't care. Um, did you notice in the background at the the assembly when all this stuff is happening that there's, for some reason, a pirate ship? I'm not really sure why that was there because it's not backstage. There's just a pirate ship. And there's oh. the Little Mermaid on it. Yeah. I said the Little Mermaid. Well, I thought that was backstage, though. No, because it's, it's in the scene like when... Max is hanging there, like right when he's about to reach for Roxanne, and he and they pull oh. the off. So none of that's happening backstage. I, I thought know. I saw it by by Peach and Poppy. 
the little mermaid but i didn't see the boat you're talking about anyway well yeah but it is the little mermaid it totally is yeah so hit disney property <laughs> gotta put in those little mermaid references all the kids will notice it like arrested development <laughs> so probably not that many kids noticed it okay so now we're on to the photo studio where goofy is working yep we haven't seen him since third minute since he was in his towel, he was dancing to Xavier Cougat. Yeah, so he got dressed up, <clears throat> came to work in his little short sleeve shirt and tie. And he works at a portrait photography studio. Yeah, and we think that the location of this, even though they don't say it, is probably... Kmart, the best store in the world. Yay! I'm sure all of us can relive a time where we fondly experienced childhood among the halls of Kmart. Yeah. For for those of you listening in the future, Kmart was a department store that probably shut down later this year in 2017. <laughs> it's been on the verge of closing down. It's had like a post-apocalyptic vibe for a decade now. Yeah. You go in there and it's a little bit like Mad Max and everyone's like, where's the DVD clearance? <laughs> There's like a bunch of shelves that are empty. A bunch of shelves that were never organized. They just like got a bunch of stuff thrown on them. It seems like the whole store is managed by like three employees yeah. every time you go in there. But yeah, that's the store has felt like it was going out of business for my whole life. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like in Austin Powers when like Will Ferrell just won't die. Yeah, <laughs> like it's burned and thrown in lava and then shot and then shot again <laughs> i'm still alive but i'm very badly bankrupted <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll talk about more about that in a second so we see we see goofy he's trying to get this baby to smile and uh because presumably he wants to take a cute photo of the baby pictures of crying babies don't sell very well yeah and so he's he's trying the little tactics going like youtube youtube and uh, he's got uh, a little rubber ducky that squeaks. And he's like trying to get her attention with the rubber ducky. Smiley wily, <laughs> he says. And it's not working. Yeah. But then the rubber ducky squeaker pops out of the ducky and into his throat. Mm-hmm. And he kind of swallows it. He does swallow it because you hear the gulping. Yeah, but it... I know, you're the expert. <laughs> I am a speech therapist, and it should have gone into his trachea, not into his esophagus. Yeah, but he did swallow it. Or maybe maybe it did go into his esophagus. That's what goes to your stomach. And maybe like when he makes those squeaking sounds, it's because he's like squeezing his stomach or something. No. <laughs> not not uh not trying to like not his lungs. Yeah. Well so, so yeah, so now he's he's just like squeaking at the, the baby and the baby loves it. And not only is she like elated to see it, she's also just decided to behave because she likes it so much. Like, she sits properly. Yeah. Not, like, trying to grab it and, like... Because there's still ways you could be super excited but not get a good photo. Yeah. But but not her. Because Goofy is a master of his trade. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> but not in the opinion of Pete. Pete. So, yeah, and this is where we we see this new character. This new character, Pete, he has got quite the history. Did you know anything about him? I just knew that he was another goofy character, like from, from the olden time. He sure is. He's also known as Bootleg Pete. He was a bootlegger. Licker. <laughs> Pegleg Pete. Pistol Pete. Black Pete. He had a lot of names. He was... He 
he is, in 2017, 92 years old. Wow. He was created in 1925, three years before Mickey Mouse. Wow. So he's pretty much the oldest character. He was around in the original Alice cartoons that Walt Disney and Ub Iwerks did before before they had their own studio. Oh, wow. And uh, Or like the original projects they were working on. And they worked for someone after that and made Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which is like the precursor to Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. But they didn't have the rights to him. But he was also a, a nemesis in that one. So his first appearance was in Alice Solves Puzzles in 1925. And then with Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, he ended up being in that one until 1933 because he was so set up as the nemesis that the people that made Oswald after they left also used him. Oh, wow. So he kind of split off because then he was also in Steamboat Willie. Originally, I brought this up a few episodes ago. Originally, he's a bear. Yeah, you did talk about that. But then, supposedly, they made him a cat when Mickey came along because they thought it'd be more appropriate to have a cat. But he still looked the same. Maybe they made his like, ears a little bit more pointy, but he was basically the same shape. Yes, he is. He's more of like a corporate fat cat. He is tough. He's a tough guy. That's his main thing. He's been an antagonist for Donald Duck, for Chippendale, pre-Rescue Rangers, and he was in DuckTales, the cartoon, and, of course... Goofy original animated shorts, as well as Goof Troop and this movie here. So who is he in this movie? Well, this movie, he's Pete, who is a co-worker at the portrait studio, I suppose. Kmart. Yeah, he's also their neighbor, as we'll see a little bit later. He, he, had a, he was really kind of the villain of, in a way, well, not that's a harsh word. He was the antagonist of the cartoon. He was always, he just seemed to dislike Goofy a lot. Yeah. And Goofy kind of inconvenienced him with his antics, but yeah. not on purpose. Yeah. He's he's the Squidward to Goofy's SpongeBob. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, Pete's uh, descended from a long line of villains, highwaymen, and outlaws. And we watched a short. He did, uh, he was like kind of, he was like a bank robber, probably a murderer too. <laughs> he is related to Attila the, Attila? Attila, uh, Attila the Goof. Attila the Hun. Uh, Blackbeard, Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana, the comedian, Billy the Kid, and Cow Cow, whatever that is. And his, he has got a mother named Ma Pete <laughs> and a twin brother named Little Pete, which it says, it's his fraternal twin brother who seems to be afflicted with dwarfism, which is a nice way of saying mini Pete. <laughs> Wait, so where are you finding this family lineage? Uh wikipedia it's just he's like been in all these different historical ones because they just basically kept using him over and over yeah. again but he also had a dark period in a 1943 comic strip mickey mouse on a secret mission he was an agent of nazi germany working as the henchman of the gestapo spy van weasel oh my gosh so then i guess he went to hiding and moved to goofy's neighborhood <laughs> i was just <laughs> trying to keep a low level profile there's, taking pictures of babies. Yeah, there's... He, he's probably not allowed around babies. He's a murderer. I think he mostly murdered adults. Oh, okay. He is a bad dude, though. So don't... <laughs> he's rude, but he's also a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, no, he just played one on, on the comic strip. Okay. The characters in, this, in the old Mickey and stuff, they're like actors. Yeah. Like Mickey Mouse will play, I don't know, King Arthur or something. But Mickey Mouse isn't King Arthur. Or a wizard. They're just little act. Yeah, they're just actors cast in these roles. Yeah. So he's no more a Nazi than uh, that guy from, well, 
That's kind of interesting. Cartoons don't really do that anymore. They just are their character. Yeah, right? That's kind of funny. Like, they don't, they don't, they're not set up like that where they're like actors. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why in this one I say it's in the future because like Goofy like does this, but he used to be an actor that was in movies. Yeah. With Mickey Mouse, who's yeah. also an actor. And then if you were like, you got turned into a, uh, I don't know, like you like interacted with a giant, they'd be like, that was a movie. Yeah. Dum dum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't you know what movies are? Uh, he's been voiced by Walt Disney in the early shorts and then a handful of other people I'll skip over, but... Since 1992, he's been voiced by Jim Cummings. That sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. Jim Cummings, 43-year-olds at the time, has 495 credits on IMDb. Jeez. You might recognize his voice from The Lion King. He was Ed. Oh, weird. Actually, you probably wouldn't recognize it because that was a weird voice. Because he's Wait, isn't Ed just on the last? <laughs> yeah. Along with Cheech and... Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, in Shrek, he was the captain of the guards, which... He was also basically the captain of the guards in Aladdin, which is where I recognize his voice from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like the main guard that talks. That call, like dubs him a street rat. Yeah. And, and then later on, he interacts with the sultan and stuff. He's got that. He's the same voice. Weird. He was in The Hunchback of Notre Dame as some of the guards. He's, he's a big guard guy. Yeah. He was in Hercules, The Road to El Dorado. He was Cortez. Oh, weird. So he, that's the, the big the big guy in that one yeah or the oh i guess he's like the oncoming threat during most of that yeah but yeah but you know it really fits that kind of body shape uh he was in goof troop the same character tiny tunes tailspin chippendales powerpuff girls pinky and the brain he he did the pinky and the brain theme song what does that make sense no because isn't it just like a chorus i think he sang it though let's just listen i don't know why this i wrote that the down second time we've referenced that song on this podcast too yeah that's true he was in um, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which is we probably should cover at some point because it's got a lot of tie-ins to a Goofy movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I think Max is in it. Do they get their Christmas photos done at the studio? I don't know. He Oh, he's uh, also been in Adventure Time, Minions, whatever. He's been in everything. You know now. So the reason I forgot about the Pinky and the Brain thing is because I looked up his credits a long time ago when we were talking about pj because he's pete also pete jr Peach. Peach. that's what pj stands for so <laughs> i accidentally wrote down all of his information back then and didn't get a chance to use it until now so i'm gonna blow the dust off of it and oh i already read it but <laughs> that's read it through the dust so this so, guy well he comes in to the scene as goofy's doing his squeaking thing and and hits him on the back and the squeaker comes out which as we were saying before if he swallowed the squeaker that's if you slap someone on the back they don't throw up typically but it was his version of the heimlich still patting on the back can dislodge some things but it's not lodged he swallowed it i think he it was tried to swallow but it did go into his into his uh his throat his trachea he's got such an optimistic outlook about choking uh-huh. He just he just rolls with it. So, do you think that he was still able to breathe, or was he just using his last breaths to entertain this child? Yeah, he lives for the cause, living and dying for the cause. He's the portrait photographer that we should all aspire to be. <laughs> um, so, one thing that I noticed that Pete says is, he says, "Stop goofing around. We yeah. got work to do." Yeah. Which, uh, when he comes in, you kind of think that he's the boss. Yeah. Because he's just like 
big and authoritative yeah. looking. But we're saying we got work to do implies that they they're like the same level. But I he might still be the boss based on something we'll see later. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't we'll have to keep paying attention. We can we get yeah, we can talk about it later. Oh, I thought it was interesting that they named the kid. It's Kimmy. Yeah. He says it multiple times. And in the background, you see some stuffed animals to entertain the kids. Mufasa and Bambi are definitely up there. Oh, I was looking for it. I got primed for it from the Little Mermaid yeah. before. It like it reminds me of in Aladdin when yeah. the Sultan's playing with all the little toys and you see like the, the, beast. the beast. And I feel like there was like another. I think maybe. No, Lion King was after that. Yeah, it was after. But yeah, you see like a few different toys from that. Well, so, I mean, there were a lot of African animals, so yeah, it could easily be any of them. I think maybe Zazu, something that looked like Zazu. Did this? What year did Lion King come out? Oh, I don't know. know. Would have been around the same time, right? Probably, yeah. But this is the the lower track of movies. Like maybe it was ninety four. Is it the prime of Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Let's see, because I think Little Mermaid was eighty nine, so Beauty and the Beast was probably ninety ninety one, and then Aladdin. The Lion King. The Renaissance. Yeah. The Disney Renaissance. Um, there's also some music playing in the background, which I can't describe. It's really weird sounding. It's kind of like, it really fits the vibe of this place, which even in this movie, they're like, no one goes to Kmart. But it's got like a creepy like elevator vibe to it. Yeah. Like or it's really quiet. Or yeah. jingle type thing. But like someone had to write that, right? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like it's it's not like you can't just like hum it in the background. Someone's when you have to have a song like that, unless it was stock, someone still has to go write a song like that, record it with all the instruments, and then turn it down and make it sound far away. <laughs> you can't just like I don't know, like play this in the other room and we'll just put it out. The other thing is there's a bunch of weird, creepy old photos on the wall. Yeah. They're all like the same person, basically. Yeah, I noticed that too. And they 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 seem like from the era of when you had to stand really still for photos. Like they're like they're in those weird frames, like the like they're weird shapes, you know? Yeah. It just really seemed like so I was wondering, are those photos that they took at the portrait studio? Like eighty maybe, years ago? Or maybe that's his like side hustle is he does old Western portrait photography, which was also really popular in the nineties. Oh, that's true. Getting those, like I've got a few of those with my family. Uh-huh. Well, maybe they're just selling old food. <laughs> yeah. That was it was really weird though. Like everyone looked super serious, and I was I I couldn't find out. They did almost look like the older Mickey Mouse style too. Yeah. Like the way everyone Mickey Mouse and and Pete and Goofy and everything all had this different kind of look back then. Yeah. And it it almost has that, but it's but it doesn't look like an old cartoon. It looks like a like an updated version of how they looked. Yeah, it looked. It definitely looked like a different character, but like in the same vein. But they all looked basically like the same character, which is like what you can, when you see old. Maybe it was like their stock photos, so they could be like, "This is the different sizes we offer," or it could be, you know, in old photos, just people. It's kind of hard to tell people apart. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They all just looked like they were going through the depression. <laughs> They're like, oh, "Take the po- take that photo already." <laughs> but, so, uh. I was looking up some some different pictures of like how those portrait studios used to look at mm-hmm. Kmart cuz I don't really remember them at Kmart. Do you remember a studio like that? I remember them at like JCPenney and I remember them just like being at the mall. There was one at Walmart. Was there? Yeah, we went I went to one like 
six years ago. But there's not very many of them left. Yeah. And they're, they're usually not in the middle of the store like this one. They're like well, off yeah, on their Well, yeah, they're off on the side. But I was I was trying to like jog my memory of, of it. Maybe the Kmart that I grew up next to just didn't have one. But it was a big thing at Kmart. Uh, I was doing some research on it. And the Kmart photo, photo studios were owned by Olin Mills. And I know that doesn't sound very interesting, but like if you look through a lot of like your family portraits and stuff, I bet a lot of them have that watermark in the corner. Olin? Olin, O-L-A-N-M-I-L-L-S. Never heard that, that name one, before. Is that one or uh, Life Touch is one. Uh-huh. There was one other one, like all your school portraits. There's like three names in the portrait photography business. Well, the but... more recent one is Portrait Innovations. I don't know that one. That's like the one that, are there, those are still around now okay they're but they're i think they're a little bit more modern because they're innovating well actually okay maybe i just had more exposure to to olin mills because i discovered like outside of kmart portrait studios like 60 percent of their revenue was coming from making church directories which i don't know if if you went through this but like once a year, the photography company would like come to the church, and every family at the church would go get their picture taken. And it's like a phone book, but with like a picture of the whole family. A Facebook. Kind of, yeah. So, it, but it just like has the family and their phone numbers. And like my family did that every year. Oh, okay. So I definitely remember that. But they're the ones that owned the Kmart ones, and Life Touch to Photography bought it out. And closed down pretty much all of the portrait studios and a bunch of people lost their jobs uh, and it was sad mm. but if you do more research they don't say that life touch killed the portrait biz they say smartphones smartphones killed the portrait business yeah <laughs> which i think is fair it's in your phone and in your car shouldn't take portraits in your car <laughs> I can imagine like Goofy watching this happen. He's like, well, they can just take it on their phone now, but they can't take it from far away and get a full profile. And then the selfie stick happened. Yeah. And then that's when Goofy went off the deep end. <laughs> well, in in the future, in the next movie, I'm not going to spoil it, but Goofy does have a different job. Oh, okay. And if you're listening and you think we should do an extremely Goofy movie... You should let us know sometime in the next year, because otherwise we might do a different movie. Yeah. We got a couple ideas kicking around in our old, our old empty noggins. Yeah. That may or may not be more fun. Probably, Probably not. Will. What? Nothing's more fun than a goofy movie. No, more fun than an extremely goofy movie. Oh, right. Yes. That's true. There's a lot of these things that we're noticing, like the stuffed animals or like those weird, creepy photos and like those weird sales going on in the background, which we can talk more about that later because there's better shots of, of the Kmart. Oh, how everything's on sale. Yeah. In an extremely goofy movie, you don't get any of that lush detail. Yeah. It's just like what's happening right in front of you. And there's don't... no subtext at all. There's no... It, it's, 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 it's an okay movie. Watched it many, many times. But a lot of the kind of stuff that we're pointing out or stuff about the songs, there's no like... They don't sing in that one. Yeah. A lot of that stuff, there wouldn't be as much to talk about. Maybe like we could do it because the maybe we could do it twice as fast because do it in a, it like twice a week or something because the episodes will probably be half as long if we did do it. Yeah. If there's a demand, we'll we'll see. We get one email. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> One email in favor of that, and I'll consider it. Uh, so let's see what's going on now. Oh, so he finishes taking the photos, and he's uh, after Pete. Pete's talked to him and said we had to get back to work or whatever. Yeah, he was working. Yeah, he was doing like his <laughs> one job is like getting kids to smile. And it's not like he took forever doing it. He took like, like six photos. It's like you hire a clown. And they're making a kid laugh, and you're like, "Get back to blowing up balloons!" Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so he says, "Okay, Creamy, back to Maui now." And he's really adorable with the baby, blowing raspberries and stuff, which yeah. are like all really cute. But in today's in today's society, it's just not okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably how he was with Max when he was a boy. Yeah, some would say he still is a boy. He doesn't have his own life. Yeah. And he's just basically a kid. That's what this movie is all about. The transition. Right. Well, anyway, we kind of end in the middle of this scene. So whatever we got to talk about, we can definitely talk about next time. Oh, wait. I keep almost forgetting. To read from the book. Okay. Slowly, Bobby lowered Max. Now he dangled above Roxanne. This is it, Max thought. My big moment. All at once, the music stopped. The rope went slack and Max tumbled to the ground, right by Principal Mazur's feet. Uh-oh, Max thought. I'm back, the principal said, and I'm going to find out who you are. He pulled off Max's sunglasses. The audience gasped. It's the goof boy, one boy shouted. <laughs> uh, so then we're going to skip forward, because in the book it goes on to the next scene with Max, but obviously we've st stepped away from there. So skip ahead to chapter four. Goofy was at... The Children's Portrait Studio, which is in caps, like that's the real name of it. Okay. Goofy was at the Children's Portrait Studio working. Smiley, wily, eily, he gurgled to a baby girl. Please. He wanted to take her picture. The baby gave a small smile. Step aside, Goofy. Goofy's co-worker, Pete, pushed him away. Let a pro show you how it's done. Pete made a grab for the baby. Wah, she screamed, crawling off. Um, that's all right. So I guess it's kind of the next one already. Yeah. But it's it's kind of a mix because in this one, there's this that's the this goofy finishes with this baby. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, but not in any way that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like Max falls to the floor. A lot more of like describing what <laughs> I'm gonna think, see who you are now. I think that's very Scooby Doo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's see like, who you really are. You may have thought it was Powerline. But actually, yeah. they pull off this. <laughs> How did you pull it off? Ah, the lever under the old stage. That's what gave the illusion that the principal fell through the floor. <laughs> yeah. Old young boy Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> old goof boy. Yeah. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you principaling you the school. meddling oldsters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... A lot going on. I've noticed when there's more going on that we have to cover, there's less less to talk about in a way. Less freedom. Well, we had to talk about Eat, Jim Cummings. Portrait yeah. photography. Covered a lot. Kmart. Okay. Well, that's the end of A Goofy Movie Minute number 10. You hey, can... Like... Double dig. Ooh, yeah. You can like us on Facebook. Just search for a Goofy Movie Minute. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Podcasts. 
You can email us at a goofy movie minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, goofy movie minute. And Twitter. I don't really use Twitter, but we're on there somewhere. <laughs> Not my gym. Yeah. We don't tweet. We Facebook. We're lame. We're like we're like your grandma. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm comfortable with who I am. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, smiley, wily, wily. Noises. Bye-bye. Hey. A Goofy Movie Minute is not endorsed by Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney Television Animation, or Disney Toon Studios. The podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. A Goofy Movie and all names, characters, images, and audio are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. You can get in contact with the podcast creators at agoofymovieminute at gmail.com. The Minute by Minute podcast format was created by Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer of Star Wars Minute. You can find that podcast at starwarsminute.com.